Mike for leading us in that song. I think we should hear that song more often. And my, does it ever fit well with my message. I enjoyed the worship team today. They were all ages, did you notice? And I'll tell you what, no matter what age they were, they were putting themselves into it, and that, that's good. We'll invite you to turn to Psalm 40 in your Bibles. We want to read through this psalm, see what God would have to share with us through his word. Psalm 40, <clears throat> my Bible has a heading, it says, Faith Persevering in Trial. Faith Persevering in Trial. If you have no trials, they're coming. Let's begin verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me, and he heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the merry clay, set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. He's put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it in fear and trust in the Lord. Blessed is that man who makes the Lord his trust and does not respect the proud nor such as turn aside to lies. Many, O Lord, my God, are your wonderful works which you have done and your thoughts toward us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, they're more than can be numbered. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. My ears you have opened. Burn offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Then I said, Behold, I come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. I proclaim the good news of righteousness in the great assembly. Indeed, I do not restrain my lips, O Lord. You yourself know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. Do not withhold your tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me, for innumerable evils have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me, so that I am not able to look up. They're more than the hairs of my head, therefore my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and brought to mutual confusion who seek to destroy my life. Let them be driven backward and brought to dishonor who wish me evil. Let them be confounded because of their shame who say to me, Aha, aha. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let such as love your salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinks upon me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O my God. There in verse 3 he says, He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord. Thank you, Lord, today for your word. Again, we pray that you would just now illuminate it in our minds and our hearts. And Lord, that we could rejoice in you, that you are certainly the God of our salvation. Thank you for the song that you put in our heart, many songs. Sometimes it's a song in the middle of the night when sleep evades us, and Lord, you come and minister to us so sweetly. 
And now today I pray, Lord, that you touch each of our lives. Those that are not here for various reasons, as they've already been prayed, Lord, touch them where they are. And Lord, may we all be looking to you for your guidance and your leadership. In Jesus' worthy and precious name, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. I love singing. Sometimes I sing so much that I have to watch my voice if I'm going to be preaching afterwards. But I've been hearing new songs. And you know how a new song comes along? Maybe you don't like it. Or maybe it's one that just grabs you. And I, I love that song recent, uh, I guess in a year or so ago, Here He Comes. Are you familiar with it? Oh my, I just, for some reason, that just blesses my heart. And it's on my computer, so every so often, Faith Hears is coming out of my office because I replay it. Another one I've enjoyed some years back was Here I Am to Worship. And my, there's so many others I could mention. And certainly, you know, I love the old hymns of the church. They just inspire and bless us as well. But I believe with all my heart that God is speaking to our generation, the present generation, He's anointing young writers and singers, and there's new songs coming forth that we need to join in with. And struggles of life at times can, can pull us down. We can even get to the point where we're depressed, but especially that's true for those who don't know the Lord, that, that have no hope, but we have hope. And so isn't it wonderful that a song can just lift us and put us on our way rejoicing? Sadly, for many, life seems to grow cold and meaningless, and they need a new song to get back on their feet. So wherever you're working, if you can do this uh, hymn, uh, hum a hymn or a song, whistle a tune, maybe sing it, you don't know the encouragement you may be giving to someone else nearby. Uh, I remember Faith's mother years ago, we would go there to visit, and she'd go down to the basement, do her laundry, and she would be down there just singing away. And, uh, you know, some of you might think the laundry's a little bit of a chore. Well, sing when you're doing it. It might go better. You never know. How many of us this past winter thought spring would never come? I believe it's here. But oh my, it just seemed like we'd get over one snowstorm and another one would come. And even the flowers were peeking through the snow, you know, at times. And so it is in our lives. That we, the winter of our life, we need that newness in our heart. We need that new song. And that's what we're wanting to share with you today. Where can we find that new song? Let's begin. The source of this new song. Jesus is the foundation of inspiration. Praise his name. Now, he's not a song of chance or of circumstance. He is the new song. And oh, the blessing that he can be to our hearts. I'm sure you agree with me how sad we are when we hear of a, of a young person uh, taking their life uh, because it had lost meaning for them. And it's so sad, a, a young person with all kinds of vitality and, and future, and they, their life is gone. Many try to find meaning in, in earthly possessions. And thank the Lord for his blessings. But you know, these things, they, they don't stay new long. They get old so quick. Uh, maybe it's achieving worldly fame or fortune. 
same thing. It does not bring satisfaction. I met uh, workers in my lifetime that were hard workers and maybe just getting minimal pay, but they were happy they had a job. And I thought to myself, they're just as happy as someone who has a lot of accumulated wealth. I remember when I was in Bible college, uh, longer than I'd like to think ago, time just keeps moving right along, but there in Florida, we had um, what they called the name Jupiter Island next to the Hope Sound Bible College. And you would take a drive, and it was interesting just to drive up and down the island to see the names, like Heinz, uh, Bush, the Bushes had an estate there, and and just all these names that you knew, uh, big, powerful people in our, in our nation. But you know, in working around those people, they weren't any happier than some of the students I knew over in the school that had no two nickels to rub together. In fact, when the stock market crashed there, in, what was it, 08, I forget now, but... Uh, Tell you what, it was a sad, gloomy day when I went down to the condo that morning. I thought, man, what happened? I hadn't heard the news. And I thought, well, when I did hear, I thought, well, it doesn't bother me. I didn't lose anything. I didn't have anything in the stocks to worry about. But aren't you thankful for Jesus Christ that is in your heart? No matter what you experience, he gives you a new song. Praise the Lord. And we can rejoice in him. God created us as mankind to serve him. Not ourselves. We're to serve him. And Jesus will always be there wanting to give you meaning and purpose. So aren't you thankful today that you have a new song in your heart? We can come and we can rejoice and worship together. And that song comes as we daily commune with him, reading our Bibles and praying with our Savior and friend. And so this song is a gift from God. He is the source. The psalmist declared in verse 3, he has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Well, moving on then, the nature of the song. It's a song of deliverance. My mind went to an old song, and a few of you may recall singing this. It was especially one we used a lot when we had those tent meetings in the summertime. He brought me out of the deep, miry clay. He set my feet on the rock to stay. He put a song in my soul today, a song of praise. Hallelujah. Now, we added a few extra words in there over the years. He brought me out of this deep, miry clay. He set my feet on the solid rock to stay. He puts a song in my happy soul today, a song of praise. Hallelujah. I think it's good to recall our salvation experience, to think of where the Lord has brought us from. Think upon that from time to time. Do you remember the loneliness that you experienced, the despair that filled your heart before you knew Christ? There was no solid footing for your feet. As that song says, it was a slippery mire and clay. Did you ever try walking along a creek bank and, and it's sloped up and it's all sort of clay and it gets wet, what happens? Your feet are out from under you. 
As a boy, we would go down in the meadow and we had a stream that flowed through it. And I sure remember those times how we would slippity fall. There was no footing there, no, no solid rock to stand on. Yes, regardless, thinking back now to the spiritual pit of darkness and despair, no matter how deep that was, it was Jesus Christ who came and gave us deliverance and victory. Perhaps you need to remember the awfulness of it to remember and remind us of why we have a new song. I'm sure you've heard stories about quicksand. Uh, I remember one time watching a film, and it was, it was a very sad film. Now, in this case, he was rescued at the last minute. But think about somebody walking through a, a forest or a woods and a path, and suddenly they get themselves into this sticky, mucky stuff, and it grabs hold, and they can't seem to get them out. And the more they struggle, the more they're sinking. It, it's their ankles, their knees, and it's their waist, and it begins to get desperate, slowly being swallowed up by this monster around them that has no pity or mercy, crying out for help, but there's no response, looking up into the skies, seeing the the white, soft clouds rolling by, hearing the birds singing almost a mockery to them, screaming, praying, struggling with every ounce of strength, but to no avail. At last, the final wail silence as they sink beneath the surface of the cruel sand. The futile struggle is over. What a terrible picture of hopelessness. And yet, friends, it's being played out every day as people are dying around us and going into a Christless, lost eternity. The psalmist tells the same story there in verses 11 through 15. Now, he had been delivered earlier, uh, but all those around him were taunting him by saying, aha, aha, making fun of him. And he again is looking to God for his help and deliverance. But here, he has a different story or outcome. There was one who answered his cry. Aren't you thankful for the, the time that you cried out to God? He heard you. Praise the Lord. He came to our rescue. He saw that hand stretched up, that helpless hand, and he grabbed it, the one who's mighty to save, mighty to deliver. He's our strong redeemer. Our Savior lifted us up out to safety. Since then, we have that new song, that song of deliverance. Yes, the Bible clearly tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us need to be rescued from a life of sin. And so when you know Jesus as your, as your personal Lord and Savior, you, you've been given a new song, a song of praise, hallelujah. And then thirdly, a new song of security. And oh, how we need security in Christ. Look at the latter part of verse 2. And he set his, my feet upon a rock and established my steps. When, when you experience that, you can agree and, and rejoice along with the psalmist there, the psalmist David, because you now know what it means to be set free. We're saved by faith, not of ourselves. We were walking in death until Jesus found us. 
And we can say with the psalmist, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I know we think of that scripture a lot when there's the time of death uh, and a funeral or what have you, but I think during life we can go through those experiences that are all but death and how we need God. Thank him for our form, our, our footing is firm and secure in him. We don't need to fear the future. We can have a confidence in the Lord as we look ahead knowing that the same God who is keeping us today is going to continue to be with us in all of our tomorrows as well. He keeps us now. He can keep us then. Oh, what a song of gratitude. I, I thought of the song that the Collingsworth family sings. Fear not tomorrow. God is already there. <laughs> Why do we need to worry? Let's trust. God knows what tomorrow may bring. Little did I realize Wednesday what Thursday was going to bring. My dear wife, she suffered all night long and never woke me. Can you imagine that? She didn't want to bother me. She knew I needed my sleep. But Thursday morning, I found out she wasn't feeling well and certainly wasn't in our plans to spend that day in the hospital. But thank the Lord he was with us and faith is here with us today. And we're trusting for a good outcome. So why worry when we can trust him? I don't think we can ever thank him enough for all he has done. All he's done. You know, it's good to keep a journal, a prayer request, and then fill in the, the, the answers to prayer. It'll encourage you, encourage you. So I wanted to challenge all of us this morning that we would be more grateful for what he is doing and what he has done. Let's not forget to thank him and praise him daily. You remember the ten lepers. How many came back and thanked him? One of your children, can you tell me? How many lepers came back and thanked Jesus for healing them? One. You are right, Adoree. That's 10%. Oh, I hope we do better than that. <laughs> in thanking the Lord for what he does. Well, finally then, four is a new song coming from the old song. The gospel is the old, old story, yet brand new for every new believer. I can hardly imagine, honey, in a few days, June the 6th, we're going to celebrate 48 wonderful years together. I don't know how she put up with this guy all that time, Joel. I don't know. But uh, it only seems like yesterday that we marched down, or she marched down that aisle. And we wonder, where have the years gone by? And some of you older folk, I think you know what I'm saying there. Yes, we've shared the joy and the appreciation for those years, along with the sorrows that come in life. We don't have the youth we once had. If you'd see our wedding picture, you'd laugh. I was a six-foot rail, and my beautiful little petite wife behind, beside me. But age changes us, doesn't it? Uh, in our heart, the love and devotion is still vibrant and strong, but our, our bodies just don't quite respond like they once did. Do you know what I'm talking about? Thank you. As being anything, I'm the only one that's getting old. Okay. <laughs> I heard that mothers put children down to sleep, and that's good. 
But I heard that oftentimes it's because mom wants a nap too. All right. I thought maybe there might be some truth to that. Some amens from some of the mothers, but I didn't hear it. Well, as we get older, we love each other. And we find it very exciting when we see new love, a young couple getting together, getting married. I won't ask for a show of hands, but I think a few of you watched the royal wedding yesterday. I got up, oh, what was it, 6.30? And it was on her wedding. She was in the living room watching this. So I went and joined her, and it was exciting to see all that uh, love and the looks and And man, did they ever have a preacher that preached a message to those people? I said, I think those royals never heard it like that before. (laughs) But the gospel was presented very clear and straight. So God bless that, dear brother. (laughs) Well, love talks the same language throughout the centuries. It's always fantastic and new. And this is what the psalmist David is talking about. It's what we can do when we have that fresh and vital relationship with our Lord and Savior. Your song is going to be new and it's going to be fresh like the first rose in June. The smile is the same on the dimpled little baby's cheek as it is on the wrinkled grandma that's rocking it. One has said, as we are making new discoveries in God... So long will our song be enchantingly new. Spend that private time with God, those those quiet moments. Read the word and and see those new truths. Something you may have read your whole life. Isn't that wonderful how the Holy Spirit can suddenly give a new thought and a blessing? Remember, friends, the joy of the Lord is our strength. It will be the source of strength during those hours of bereavement, when it seems like our dreams fail to come true. It's our source of strength and the strong anchor of our soul when the fierce tempests blow at our little boat and we feel like we're almost sinking. It's our source of strength in that hour of temptation. And remember, folks, we all have an enemy. It's fighting every one of us. He's our, God is our source of strength in the time of forgiveness and restoration. I say thank you, Jesus. You're our strength. Praise the Lord. So, beloved, all of us will one time or another experience these things. Maybe in that hour. Oh, may we always remember that God has not forsaken us. He's there. He, he wants you to know he's still in your little boat. Now, he may be sleeping, but he's ready to wake up and calm the storm. I praise the Lord for the peace that we can have in our hearts, no matter what we face in life. I shall always remember in my mind's eye the picture of being out on the Sea of Galilee, just as peaceful and calm and the rolling hills around it. And just to imagine the night the disciples were there, when that storm came upon us, upon them and they thought they were going to perish. But Jesus said, peace be still. And as we trust him, he can say peace to every one of us, no matter what those storms might be. Maybe it's times that 
You feel like you've cooled off spiritually. You lack that freshness, that newness, that in your heart, that inner music seems to be in short supply. Oh, friend, come down before the Lord. Pour out your heart. Tell him exactly what you're feeling. Christ is there. He's there to help you. So let the beauty and the charm of the new song be seen and heard that others may be drawn to Christ and put their trust in him. Let's stand tall. Let's shine for Jesus in a dark world. And that's a job for every one of us. I can't shine for my wife. You can't shine for someone else. Let our testimony be heard. And let's smile shine for his honor and glory. Praise the Lord. The worship team is coming now. Let's all stand together. If you would, please.